Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Michelin Cross Climate 2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Tuesday, October 11th. And wow, is the only way to start the podcast. What a game last night on Monday Night Football. I mean, listen, this could take an hour. I know some of you were excited that we had the hour-long Monday podcast. Rob G. always tells me that we got to keep it shorter than an hour. That's too long. There was a lot to chew on Monday. There is a ton from Chiefs Raiders. Chiefs 30, Raiders 29 that we can go super deep on. And I don't even know where – I don't know if I should start with Josh McDaniels. 
don't know if I should start with Derek Carr. I kind of want to start with Devontae Adams. I mean, Josh Jacobs running angry. And Kansas City kind of sleepwalking. Travis Kelsey led me to a fantasy victory over my boy. We had a side wager for some cash, and I trounced him. He had Darren Waller. Poor Dan. Um, he had Darren Waller. I had Kelsey and uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. By the way, Edwards-Hilaire is terrible. That being said, my son survived fantasy. He he had nobody left and was winning by eight. The opponent had Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who had like three points. He was total non-factor. It was the McKinnon show for the Chiefs. But... um. I don't know. Do we start with the Devontae Adams? I kind of feel like we have to. Or do we do we build up to when Adams shoved the guy who was... I don't think he was a cameraman. I think he had like a boom mic after the game. Uh, Devontae Adams, very heated. He had a juggled catch that was not ruled a catch. They end up having to go to fourth down and they incomplete and they lose. Adams walking off the field angry. And listen, Devontae Adams was incredible. Like three catches, buck 24 Two long touchdowns, including one on fourth and one that Josh McDaniels just dialed up early. Genius call. And Adams is so angry. I posted this on my IG. There's a guy with like a boom mic or, or, or something. He's a, he's basically clearly a worker at the stadium. And he's in Devontae Adams' way. And Adams just both arms out, just shoves the guy who did not expect it coming. And the guy goes down and he just keeps walking. And... Listen, <laughs> suspension, fine. I don't know. I'm not calling for a suspension. I don't think he should be suspended. Could I see them suspending him for a game? Sure. I mean, you you, you have to lay down the law and say, listen, you, you can't put your hands on uh, people working at the stadium. You, you can't do that. Now, Adams was angry. The guy clearly didn't do anything. I don't think he was talking. He was just moving. Um, would it be a little bit aggressive to say, Suspension, probably, but again, you have to set a precedent where in the future somebody does this, you gotta let you gotta let them know like this is unacceptable. Um, obviously, losing Adams would hurt. This is a Raiders team that dropped to one and four with the loss. Adams is pissed. I don't know if he's pissed at the situation, if he's pissed at Josh McDaniels. Uh, it's just tough for the Raiders. That being said, let me crowbar two minutes in here on the AFC wildcard race, only because the Jets are in it. Yeah, dog, you know it. Listen, guys, I'm sure you're already sick of me prattling on about the Jets. I will be doing the gritty on the herd this week. Uh, as I said, listen, I pay my bets. I said I'd do the gritty if they beat the Dolphins. They beat the Dolphins. I know the Jets are not great. I understand it's super early. I also understand they had Joe Flacco for the first three games, Okay. They're just getting up to speed with Zach Wilson. They've got a ton of new rookies on offense that they're working in. There is a lot of newness to the Jets. But the fact that they are 3-2, and two, and ahead of playoff teams last year, the Bengals, who are 2-3, and three, and by the way, I'm just going to remind you, the Bengals have the toughest schedule in December of anybody in the league. If they fall any further behind, it's lights out for the Bengals. And they got problems. I think we'll probably get into them a little later in the week. Playoff team from last year, Steelers, 1-4. and four. Playoff team from last year, Las Vegas Raiders, 1-4. and four. Now, this is, uh, uh, it's early. Again, the Jets, listen, they still got to go to Green Bay. They have a game against uh, Russell Wilson. Like, the schedule, they've still got to face Belichick twice, and we know what he did to Zach Wilson last year. Uh, it was ugly. I'm not getting too geeked. That being said, it does feel good after, no cap, a decade of futility 
for my Jets to be quasi-relevant, for me to be mentioning them in October, and the season's not over and they're not tanking. Okay? So let me just get that off my chest. That Raiders swing, to me, was colossal. If they win that game, they're back at 2-3. and three. We know they have a better offense than the Jets. I mean, listen, Carr, Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs, like Waller, Renfro. Waller, by the way, hamstring injury. Uh, didn't catch a pass, left in the first quarter, didn't return. Not good. That Crosby and Jones, like this Raiders team has some talent. That's undeniable. Um, it's just, it's good to get for the Jets to have some separation over three playoff teams from last year. All right, now back to Raiders uh, Chiefs real quick. Um, so first of all, the Chiefs, we talked about this. They have the Buffalo Bills next week. It is a rematch of one of the greatest playoff games this century, and that's not hyperbole. The Tyreek Hill game where he threw up the deuces, the, the back and forth fourth quarter, like that was a classic game. One of those where like if they aired it the next night on television, you're watching it. That's how good that game was. You know both teams have it circled, and very clearly the Buffalo Bills, this is their early season Super Bowl, okay? It looked like the Chiefs were thinking about that game when they opened up down 17-0. It was that ugly early, okay? 17 nothing. But because these are the Chiefs, you're like, oh, they'll be able to come back. Now, I will admit, there was a moment when I said, man, no Tyreek Hill. It ain't going to be easy to come back. It's way easier with Tyreek Hill. We know that. Game breaker, can take stuff the distance. I'm looking at the Chiefs' um, pass plays. With Tyreek Hill, they're on average of 40-yard plays, 50, 60. It's no big deal for Tyreek Hill. Game breaker. Longest play they had was Mecole Hardman, 36 yards. Second longest, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, 23. And then a bunch of rinky-dink stuff. But that's how teams are playing Mahomes this year. He's getting the uh, – J- Joe Burrow's getting the same treatment. He's not handling it as well. Uh, but the Chiefs have had over a year to diagnose it because Mahomes saw this last year, and he struggled with it as well. Remember with the fumbles, the interceptions, they were kind of uh, struggling. I think it was like in early November. Uh, maybe it was October. But bottom line, Mahomes has seen this, so he's adjusted. Down 17 nothing, they storm back. And I, I don't want to be referee guy. Guys, the refs were really friggin' bad last night. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. 
Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I know Raiders fans are pissed, but uh, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to single out some of these calls. Like the holding on the field goal? I, I, I don't know what that call was on the Raiders. Um, I thought the worst call and one of the worst calls I've seen this season was Chris Jones from behind, knocks the ball out of Derek Carr's hands on his way down. But it doesn't, like, pop out. Carr loses control of it as he's falling down. Chris Jones then gets control of the ball and lands on Carr. And I'm like, oh, sweet, a turnover. Oh, my gosh. Chiefs can turn this into points before the half. And then there's a flag. And I'm like, whoa, holding? What what happened? And they called roughing the passer. Carr did not have the ball. Jones had sacked him and forced a fumble. 
And this is what's going to make the NFL. They're going to have to look at this. According to an NFL reporter, after the game, Chris Jones told reporters he and Carr, apparently they're friends, had a laugh about the roughing the passer call. Jones told Carr he has no idea how that was called. Now, that coming on the heels of Tom Brady when asked about the Grady Jarrett roughing the passer call. We talked about it on yesterday's pod. Tom Brady with like a half grin. I don't, I don't throw the flags. I, I don't, I'm not a referee. Played that card. Okay. NFL is going to have to do something about this. There is a fine line between protecting the players and throwing dumbass flags. Tua. If memory serves, when Tua got flipped and body slammed and knocked out, I don't even think there was a flag on that play. Now, he, I, I don't know if it was a suplex for my uh, wrestling fans, but Tua basically got flipped. Now, he is a small quarterback. Tom Brady, larger. But these defensive linemen can still ragdoll Tom Brady, who's like, what, 6'4", 230? He got tossed by Grady Jarrett, who's like a 300-pounder. Chris Jones is a large individual. But what is he supposed to do when he's forcing a fumble and sacking you? How is he supposed to not land on you when he's coming from behind? Now, early in the first quarter, I, and I put this on Instagram as well, um, Max Crosby had a ridiculous spin move. And he spun away from the chip from, I think, Edwards Hilaire, spun on the inside and came at Mahomes. Mahomes had, was just not ready for it. And wraps him up, referees blow the whistle, and Crosby quickly lets go. And of course, all these Raiders fans were like, oh, you got to throw Mahomes to the ground. This league's so soft. You got to toss him. They didn't even sack a guy. You can't even sack a quarterback. Now this league's getting soft. And you're going to hear a lot of that today. A lot. I'll say this. Crosby was super smart for letting go. Because you know, oh, I didn't hear the whistle. I didn't mean to toss him. That ain't going to fly. Refs are being overly cautious because of the Tua situation. We get that. But what does the league do to prevent really ridiculous calls? Like, on what planet was Chris Jones landing on car, roughing the passer? That's abysmal. Now, at that point, the crowd really got fired up, started to let the refs have it, and then the refs, it felt like that got in their head a little bit, and the referees, for whatever reason, seemed to lose control there for a while. For the game... You know, I know there's some Raiders fans out there. Jay, hey, you got to give me, give us the, the official stats. For the game, Raiders 11 flags, 99 yards. Chiefs 5 for 72. The more interesting thing about the Chiefs is I can almost call, well, I can call three of the flags now because they happened in the first half. The Chris Jones one, two pass interference flags on Devontae Adams in the first quarter on that. I think it was on the opening drive. So that's three of their five flags, 11 on the undisciplined Raiders. 11. Now, it's weird. When you have these long touchdowns to Devontae Adams, you're not moving the ball as much because it's just bing, bang, boom. So they only ran 56 plays to 69 for the Chiefs. So 11 penalties, 99 yards for the Raiders. They only had one trip into the red zone. That's it. The entire game, one red zone trip. When you score 29 points, 6.8 yards a play, Josh Jacobs was mauling, and ultimately, penalties really hurt them. I mean, listen, this is the Raiders. It's almost Cowboys-ish from last year. That being said, I, I, I don't want to become referee guy and freak out. Um, but at this point, I need to talk about Josh Jacobs' decision at the end of the game 
So the Chiefs get that lucky break where on a field goal attempt, which was missed, they called what, again, I need to see a multiple replays today, but I did not see a hold. I don't understand how if you're rushing to block a kick, you could get called for a hold. I've seen the call before, but it still doesn't make sense to me. And on the replay, I didn't really see it. Now, I was hanging with the kids, playing chess with my daughter. Like, I I wasn't locked into listening to what Buck and Aikman were saying. But it, it seemed like that was a dubious call. Chiefs end up scoring on the drive, right? Another Kelsey touchdown. And they go up 30 to 23. Of course, the Raiders go the length of the field. And well, they go half the field, and then Devontae Adams, another bomb. And you just when you think we're tied with four minutes left, Josh McDaniels got in his Brandon Staley bag. And folks, I mean, listen, there's there's all these fourth down bots and all these like, should you go? What do the analytics say? All that nonsense. It was very clear that this was too early for Josh McDaniels to go. Okay. Okay, there's like four and a half minutes left. That's way too much time. And I know what you're going to say. Well, Jay, the, the, the Chiefs scored touchdowns on their last four drives. What do you think they're going to do on the final drive? Okay, but guess what? In a tie game, are they going to play for their kicker? Because you know what? That guy, that chump, whoever he is, it's not Harrison Butker, missed two field goals. Now, I know he did hit from, I think, 50. Let's see here. He, his name is um, Matthew Wright. He, in a bizarre situation, he hit from 59 and missed from inside 45 twice. Now, ultimately, it only went down as, I think, one missed field goal because of the penalty. But you know Andy Reid had no faith in that guy. None. So if you're McDaniels, what are you doing going for two? And then the counter to that is, well, Jay... Uh, if they're going to play for the field goal. And I'm like, well, wait a sec. They're not playing for a field goal with four and a half minutes left. That's plenty of time, right? To go the distance for the for the touchdown. It, it made no sense whatsoever. And now ultimately, Josh McDaniels got lucky because Andy Reid in what I thought was in, an insane decision. So first of all, let, let me just quickly go over this Chiefs, um, this Chiefs final drive. So they come out. 427 left, and you know what Andy Reid is going to do. We don't want to just run into the line of scrimmage. You're expecting that. Let's do a short, safe pass. So the guy catches it. The clock keeps running. Gets seven or eight yards, setting up a short run. They do that on first down. Get the seven or eight. Then they get to carry and get the first down. You're like, all right, great. We're in good shape. They do it again on the next play. Raiders take a timeout. So you're looking at second and three. And this is where eh, they went, instead of McKinnon, they went to Edwards Hilaire. He gets nothing. So now it's third and three. At this point, you're like, okay, you got two downs to get three yards. You're in Vegas territory. This is a Brandon Staley decision here. For whatever reason, they call a, a deep pass to Mecole Hardman. And I don't, maybe I'm sure, I doubt he was the first option. But listen, if, if he ran the correct route and Mahomes made a perfect pass, it's there. But the Raiders were all over it. It's too far, so now you stop the clock, and you're like, all right, well, it's 4th and 3, Vegas 46, 236 left. You go for it, you get it, and the game's pretty much over at that point. And Andy Reid, in an absolute stunner, decided to punt, trusting his defense, which had been torched by Devontae Adams all night. So they do the pin game, and, and at this point, I'm like, wow, the Raiders have a kicker who hasn't missed in his last 37 kicks. 
Daniel Carlson, he's automatic. He is the new Justin Tucker. That's how good this guy is. So, given the flags for P.I. on on um, on Devontae Adams earlier in the night, you really want to take that chance, Andy Reid? I was stunned. This was a really shaky move by Andy Reid. My teaser in jeopardy, obviously. And Josh Jacobs starts running, and they start moving the ball, and then they had the interesting decision. Third and one, right back at their 46, and Carr goes over the top to Adams on the sideline. It looked initially like a catch, and you're like, oh, damn. They're at the Chiefs 39. They're in Carlson range. This is over. Andy Reid blew it. We're going to destroy Andy Reid on the podcast. He's going to get mercilessly crushed ahead of the Bills game. What a buffoon. And then all of a sudden, they decide to replay it, and he juggled the ball. And maybe this is what set off Devontae Adams to get so angry at his uh, at the guy standing in front of him on his way out of the stadium and to shove the guy to the ground. So they call this incomplete fourth and one. Now, keep in mind, Josh Jacobs is trucking dudes. Okay, he's running over people. He had 154 yards on 21 carries, averaged 7.3 yards a carry. Jacobs was running just, I mean, he ran over so many guys. The only guy I noted he did not run over was the kid Bolton, who is a really good linebacker. Young kid on the Chiefs defense, number 32, dreadlocks. He's the only guy who could wrap up Jacobs on the first hit. So they don't run him on fourth and one. They run another one of these deep bombs. And unfortunately, Devontae Adams and Hunter Renfro basically collide. Carr is under duress, and it's incomplete. Now, the funniest part is because of all the flags in the game, when the two receivers collided, and I think both Chiefs defensive backs collided, basically four guys go down in a heat. Everybody's waiting for that yellow flag ticker to come up in the bottom right corner of the screen. You're just waiting, 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 and then it doesn't come up. And Chiefs survive. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? 
So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Listen, this is not how, if you're Kansas City, you want to go into the Buffalo Bills game. Because this could, this Bills game will have a big factor in home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Again, Raiders, they've lost uh, four of five games and... And I can't stress, we've been talking about this for years, guys. In the preseason, we always do this. Teams that win a lot of close games one year, it usually involves a lot of luck, sometimes fumbles, and the next year that flips. And that luck where you win all these close games, these one-score games, all of a sudden you don't get it. Last year, the Raiders were 7-2 and two in one-score games. That's how you get to the playoffs with a minus 65-point differential. This year, the Raiders are 0-4 in one-score games. They lose by 5 to the Chargers. They lose by 6 to Arizona in overtime. They lose by 2 to Tennessee. And they lose by 1 to Kansas City. And if you're Josh McDaniels, okay, this was probably the uh, the best job opening last year, right? Uh, Anywhere in the league. I mean, Derek Carr's a good quarterback. You got Crosby. 
You had some pieces in place, and you were a playoff team. McDaniels is not pulling any of the right strings. And ultimately, he's going to be the one that gets blamed. Because remember, they ran off the interim coach. Last year, they had Gruden. They fired him because of the, the email fiasco. And they and they boot the interim guy, Rich Bisacci, I think is his name. And they bring in Josh McDaniels, who is not a very likable guy dating back to uh, his time in Denver, uh, the, New or- uh, the New England, uh, Belichick Mafia, if you will. Uh, and McDaniels, of course, took the Colts job at one point and then turned tail and said, no, I don't want it. Like, he's nothing he's done has endeared himself to really any fan base in the league outside of New England. And now all he's doing is losing close games, and this two-point conversion is not going to sit well. This is absolutely brutal. So they go into the bye week, one and four. Now they come out of the bye week with some winnable games. Houston, New Orleans, Jacksonville, Indy. They can peel off some wins. They're not dead in the water yet. That being said, it gets extremely more difficult later in the season. They have trips to outdoors in Denver in November. They have uh, back-to-back games against the Chargers and Rams. They have uh, Patriots in December. They have... Uh, San Francisco and Kansas City to end the season. I'm sorry, guys. I don't think this Raiders schedule bodes well. Now, I know what you're going to say, Jay. It's too early to be looking at schedules, and that's accurate. Because, not to bring it back to my Jets, but to bring it back to my Jets for a moment. A month ago, these games against, back-to-back road games against Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson looked very, very, very difficult. All of a sudden, the Packers are kind of reeling. Yeah, Jair Alexander getting upset and Aaron Rodgers kind of getting upset with Jair Alexander getting upset. The Denver Broncos have lost, I think, five impact players for the season. Nathaniel Hackett, arguably the worst coach left in the league now that Matt Rule's been fired. And all of a sudden, the Jets, if they can split those, Patriots-Bills heading into the bye, can they get to 500 at the bye? And then after the bye, there's some there's some opportunities for wins. Lions still on the schedule, Seahawks, Jags, um, Bears. Like I, there's a path to nine wins for the Jets. But I, I've said it too much about the Jets for them not playing last night. That being said, I want to quickly touch on the Matt Rule situation. Oh, one more great stat I just saw in my notes here. Uh, it's weird because I'm one of these nerds who takes notes all day Sunday and then during the game Monday. The Raiders have lost two games already this season when leading by 17 points in the first half. That is brutal. Josh McDaniels, bro, that's on you. All right, quick word on Matt Rule. So Monday, you know, we record the podcast early in the morning. I guess by, I don't know what, 10 a.m., 10.30, 11 a.m. Eastern time, they fire Matt Rule. And a a lot of people were surprised because – you know, week five is kind of early to fire somebody. You get, interim coach is going to be in, in there for a while. Usually, you know, you got to let these guys, a couple months, you know, there's a new team with free agents. They got a new quarterback, new offensive coordinator. I'm told something went down after the game Sunday night between Tepper and Matt Rule. And apparently the intention was not to let go Rule this early, but Tepper felt his hand was forced with whatever went down in their argument, discussion, beef. Something happened Sunday night. And I don't know. I haven't seen it trickle out yet from any reporters. Remember, 
some of these reporters, you know, you want a cozy relationship with some of the owners. You want to get good intel. You know, you don't you don't go behind the scenes. Now, maybe Rule's so pissed off, he'll leak it. Remember, nothing came out on Urban Meyer, really, until after the fact. I don't know that they're going to want to, like, pile on Matt Rule here. He'll just go back to college. But it seems like – and, of course, Matt Rule has that $40 million parachute, which is just staggering. But we'll see, we'll see what comes out of it. I think a name that you've got to look at right out of the gate, if you want to develop a culture in Carolina, and you don't really have one, you haven't had one since Cam and um, Ron Rivera were there, with McDermott, I believe, as your defensive coordinator. You don't have a culture. Their culture was toughness. They went with defense and Cam Newton leading the way. I, I will my, my suspicions are the name you're going to hear is D'Amico Ryans of the 49ers. Everybody's been picking from the Kyle Shanahan tree in recent years. McDaniel goes to Miami. They start out 3-0. We'll see. Quarterback situation. Robert Salah from San Fran to the Jets was looking iffy. All of a sudden, oh, Salah's turned this team around. And they're developing some kind of culture. It seems like all the young guys are on the same page. It helps that they had a a bunch of uh, first-round picks. All three of them have been contributing. And it's just, if there's a different vibe and energy with the Jets. And a lot of, it's tough to instill a culture. I mean, the Jets have had a losing culture for a decade. Did Salah turn that around? It's only five games. We'll see. And we'll see what happens with McDaniel in Miami. But I, I D'Amico Ryans, you saw a lot of shots of him at the Carolina game on the sideline, displaying that same type of energy that Salah had back in the day. Now, the one knock is, of course, why would you bring in a defensive guy? This is an offensive league. You need an offensive head coach. I don't disagree with that. And then the problem becomes, if you bring in a great OC and he's lights out, he's going to go get a head coaching job in a minute. So it's a little bit of a catch-22. You want to get the best guy? Is that a catch-22? Oh, jeez. Um, I, I, listen, D'Amico Ryans, I like him. It's it's still early. I, we don't know what their situation is going to be with the GM. We don't know what's up with the quarterback situation. Um, I, I think the quarterback that everybody's going to be talking about is Jimmy G. And if you don't get Jimmy G, whether you're the New York Giants, the Carolina Panthers, you know, is can, can Brian Dable make Daniel Jones enough of a... I mean, trust me, I don't like it. Can he do enough with Daniel Jones to make him a desirable QB next year? I mean, it seems unlikely. There's always Teddy Bridgewater, but he's so hurt. Every, he's just always injured. I don't, can Do the Cowboys flip Cooper Rush? For some picks, I don't think he's done enough, but I'm just I'm just floating names of quarterbacks because as you look around the league, there's not enough guys. Matt Ryan looks like he's washed in Indy. It looks over now. Tannehill, we'll see what happens with the Titans. It sounded like they want to move off him financially. There's an opportunity after the season. They did draft the kid Malik Willis, although he hasn't sniffed the field. We'll see what happens with Jared Goff in Detroit. It's supposed to be a good quarterback class, but we say that every year, and then next thing you know, by like November, it's like oh, none of these guys are great. Jameis Winston, Andy Dalton, seems like maybe there's a controversy brewing in New Orleans and the loser of that suddenly becomes, I don't know, an an option somewhere. But I think Jimmy G is going to be the crown jewel of this free agency quarterback class unless something wacky happens. I haven't looked financially at Carr and the Raiders. Uh, I I, I mean, I think he's there for the long term. We'll see. Um, But at any rate, 
Carolina, I don't, I just, it's not a great job, but it's a better job than Washington when Rivera gets fired, right? But speaking of quarterbacks, Carson Wentz, yeah, he's not long for Washington. All right, I've rambled long enough. That's it for today. We got a good guest, almost locked down for tomorrow. You guys will like it if you're a football fan, obviously. But uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts more Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.